What would you say you do here? It's Stone's Weekly Dose. Very hard to say my name correctly. I'm like, Brian! Yeah, Brian! <laughs> What's your deal, man? Well, you know what us ultra-liberals say. When it comes to drugs, lies are okay. Your midweek download destination. Finally, it's cool to be a Chattanooga. Finally, it's cool to embrace this city. When some of us have been saying this for 25 years... Mic drop. Turn off the podcast. It's Stone's Weekly Dose. And welcome into the show, everybody. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone On Air podcast, a weekly dose for April 12th, 2017. A lot to get to in a short time to do it. A couple things here real quick. Let's just get to where they're going to lay out the show. Coming up here in about 20 minutes or so, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong about your outrage to the United Airlines the last two controversial situations that have had one a little more than the other, but I'll tell you where you're wrong on that. Coming up in about 12 to 13 or so minutes from now, I'll tell you why you might be wrong about which internet service provider and cable company that you think is so superior around here. And coming up in about, oh, I don't know, five, six, seven minutes, I'm going to talk a little bit about the state of... <laughs> that one didn't come as through as well. We'll get rid of that. Just... Alabama! Yeah, they got a new governor, and it was the uh, lieutenant governor, as a matter of fact, as Robert Bentley has stepped down, so I'll get to that here in just a couple of minutes. Oh, stories like these. Stories like these always get me excited. So, real couple th- quick things I want to say here real fast right off the top before we get to uh, the show. Chattanooga Film Festival recorded there live over the weekend. It was a ton of fun. It was my birthday weekend. April's my favorite month of the year. If you listen to me at all, you already know that. I kind of want to lay out, I've never, I might not have ever actually said out loud kind of the mission statement of the two versions of, the, of this podcast. I do this one every single week at, uh, shut up, cat, shut up, kitty, uh, every single Wednesday, first thing, it's available. Um, kind of topical, not right to the minute or day or hour, but you know, within the week, it's pretty much outdated after that. The other show, which is more the Stone On Air long-form music interview show doesn't have to be music but often it is is what I do when I go around town and do things live and the reason why I do that and I understand that sometimes those shows aren't exactly all that entertaining I I know some people that say man I don't care about those shows with music and interviews at all I just I kind of like your little thing you do once a week I get that I totally understand there's a lot of people that like the local music and the interview portion and don't give a damn about that little commentary like this the weekly dose every week too so I try not to alienate anybody, but I just want to look at PodTrack is a, is a name of a service that I use to, to track my online activity. And in the last 21 days, I have 458 unique downloads. That's a, the biggest number I've had over a three-week stretch yet. I look back at a similar three-week stretch at the beginning of the year. So basically the first week or three weeks of the first quarter, it was 370 downloads over a similar three to four week stretch at the beginning of 2017 and so the beginning of the second quarter I'm up to 458 that is a 24 percent increase so when I go to places like the road to nightfall or the Chattanooga Film Festival or coming up here soon 420 Fest in Atlanta which I'll talk more about next week and the running of the chihuahuas and things that to those kinds of events it is to get out in front of people because just sitting around hoping that people are going to start finding the show and downloading it is 
completely foolish. I've got to be out in front of people. I've got to be out doing things. And I know sometimes I might be hitting on things with those shows you're not interested in. If it's labeled an episode with a number, then that means I'm going to have a guest on that's likely a local person. And if it's just a weekly dose and it's just me kind of rambling on about, you know, the governor of Alabama or, you know, Comcast or EPB or um, whatever the, the subject matter of that week is or WTC or GoFundMe accounts or whatever. So, again, I don't know that I've said that out loud before, but that's kind of the approach. And um, if even if you don't want to listen to the shows, I would appreciate you downloading them. If you don't want to, I get that too. So, SoundCloud, at Stone On Air, on all social media, just one word, Stone On Air, any kind of search, you're going to find me. It's the most easily accessible podcast in the city of Chattanooga. So, moving right along Shall we? Well, a couple quick things, just some news and notes to clean up here. The uh, special uh, election, the the runoff elections, not special elections, but the runoff elections, uh, they're done for District 9 and 7 and City Council, and incumbents are out. Uh, Yusuf Hakeem is gone. Now it is Erskine Oglesby. My dad told me he wanted to name me Erskine Erskine, but he, uh, he him and my mom are kind of arguing about it. And in District 7, Chris Anderson is out, and Demetrius Coonrod is in. I say my mom wanted Demetrius. My dad wanted Erskine, so they but they settled on Brian. So anyway, you got new city council members in the city of Chattanooga that uh, just coming down last night. And a couple other things that GoFundMe account I was talking about on the show last week. Go check it. You listened to the show last week. I didn't get as many uh, hits as I would have liked. This guy's got two hundred ten thousand dollars and over thirty thousand shares of this GoFundMe account. Um, it's not entirely sure whether it's bogus. I don't think it's bogus. I think it's ill-sighted and misguided, but I don't know. There's going on a quarter of a million dollars in this thing. Not quite. Over 200000 It's still a hell of a lot of money. So uh, that's still out there, and Jackie Hilbert's still fired from WTC. So that kind of cleans up all of that. All right, so now on to the state of Alabama. They had a governor who just... Resigned as of yesterday. It was actually officially on Monday, which was my birthday. Also coming up here in a minute, a special guest appearance for my uh, three-year-old niece. Hang tight for that as well. But stories like these, stories like these just get me excited. They really, really, really do. I love when a story of an old, rich, white, so-called conservative, so-called evangelical Christian so-called red stater gets exposed for the absolute fraudulent fake lying asshole that he is and that's what we got here i don't care about the state alabama of alabama hardly at all other than that they're really close to tennessee in the tri-state area but it's a state that is bleeding bleeding red ink in uh, overall state deficit the, the city of Birmingham itself is in completely financial ruin. I can't even imagine what Montgomery and Gadsden and, I don't know, Fort Payne, I'm not sure. Probably down by the coast, uh, Orange Beach is probably doing pretty well because of tourism and the obvious reasons. But the, the whole state of Alabama is a disaster. And now they have this mess, which has been going on longer than I realized because I don't pay attention to, to politics in, in, in Alabama all that much. So I just decided to quickly look. I'm not even reading from the story from this week. I don't care. You know, I don't I don't care what the exact charges are. I don't care what the exact story is now that it's over. He's resigned. He was gonna get impeached. 
if he if he didn't resign. It's it's not alleged anymore. This is all out in the open. But so I go to um, just searching around to find out what kind of the gist of this was. And in the neighborhood of about a year ago, it was being reported on a bunch by AL.com. It's kind of like a curated website of Alabama news. Oops, I meant to do that. Alabama! The state of Alabama news. And like from Birmingham News and Tuscaloosa Times and, 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 and a few others. And these are some of the, at that point, I guess would have still been alleged findings that the that this news source an accredited news source came up with what all of it became exact factual towards the end again i don't care i i'm i just know that the enough was found dudes out but this is rich man this is this is nice check this out so according to the facebook page of the mistress because there was a mistress involved and there was a lot of campaign money being spent in inappropriate ways According to her Facebook page, her name is Rebecca Mason. She's married to former Alabama weatherman John Mason. The couple were married in 1996. He teaches Sunday school at the First Baptist Church of Tuscaloosa. That church is where Governor Bentley, now former Governor Bentley, was a practicing deacon, reports Alabama.com. The website further reports that the couple own an ad agency. Now, that's Rebecca Mason and her husband, the mistress of the governor, and her husband who works with the governor in certain ways through the church and other. We'll, we'll get to that. There's an ad agency in Tuscaloosa named Caldwell Mason Marketing. Among their clients is the University of Alabama. Online records show that John Mason earned $91,000 working for Governor Bentley in 2012 as, get this, the director of the Office of Faith-Based and Community Initiatives. Well, of course he did. Another of Mason's companies, Rebecca and John, is called RCM Communications. It's registered to the family home of the Masons in Tuscaloosa. Alabama.com reports that RCM Communications has, quote, no website and no Facebook page and that Rebecca Mason is listed as the only employee of the company RCM Communications. During Bentley's re-election campaign in 2014, that company that has no website, that has no Facebook page, that is shown to be legally owned by the Masons, Rebecca, the mistress of the governor, and her husband, who worked for the governor, RCM Communications paid that company Nearly a half a million dollars in 2014 during the re-election campaign. Isn't that incredible? Yes! Isn't that awesome? Oh, I love it. Doing the math, Alabama State Republican Executive Committee member Terry Dunn said the Mason family had earned 982000 just under a million dollars of public money during that time frame between whatever the years were. What a bunch of lying fraud sacks of you know what. And, and, and if you're surprised, it's because you're not paying attention. Fake ass frauds all over the South, especially. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely freaking incredible. It's been a couple of weeks because of some local stories. The Stones Throw segment has gone missing. It's back. Heads up. It's Stones Throw. Wait, what? Oh, whoa. Back up the truck. What are you talking about? 
is technology making us mentally ill? Look at me, I'm stupid, I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore, and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? The segment coming up at the end of the show, talking about how you sh- probably misguided in your outrage towards United Airlines, has a lot to do with fake news, and not fake news like the president says, or fake news like people on the Facebook say, like real fake news and the real problem that's been around since the internet, you know, began. People act like fake news is new. But this isn't fake news, but this is um, interesting outrage in another way, or interesting, maybe not outrage is the right word, um, interesting um, taking sides. Why you do or don't have a certain opinion about a certain utility here in town, and I, I question maybe where your motivation comes from, and I don't think it's necessarily all your fault. These days, the Electric Power Board in the Chattanooga, Tennessee Valley area has become a really, really big entity. I mean, just look around. Try to find something in this city that's been put on that doesn't have EPB lining the pockets of whoever's doing it. Maybe not lining it with a bunch of money, but still putting the... the, I mean, I've been saying EPB's giving everybody else in this damn town money. Why not me? Well, the more I think about it, the more I'm not so sure that EPB getting this powerful is all that good of a thing. They, they offer a, a good service. There's no doubt about that. But I thought, you know, we're the best town ever. Chattanooga, Tennessee, best town ever, right? Just read the magazine. Just ask us. We'll tell you. We're the best town ever. And we're gig city, quote unquote. It's, it's stuck on more than I had liked. Better ideas for nicknames around here. But okay, fine. I'll take it. Gig city. Are we gig city because we monopolize? Internet and cable service providing in this area? And what happened to the concept of capitalism and American free market? When did it stop applying as long as you were happy with your internet service provider? Is it based upon whether you like whatever that product or service it is, as to whether you care about socialism versus capitalism? Because I thought capitalism was, like, the best, right? It's the best. And socialism is the worst, like the absolute most terrible thing, right? I mean, that's what I'm told all the time. And this is a ideologically bipolar show. But Comcast, I'm not certain about this, But I'm beginning to believe that it looks to be true that this isn't your father's or your grandfather's. Your grandfather didn't have any, but you get my point. Internet and cable service provider. Now, I'm not sure why anybody has cable to begin with, but that's another conversation, another podcast for another day. But Comcast now has all this same stuff, all this gigs. I can't talk internet. I know how to use it. I get terabyte, gigabyte, megabyte, digabytes. Don't know or care. All I know is I want fast internet. When it's fast, I know it. When it's not, it's not. You can, you can make up the numbers. I'm team billion, accountable jillion, get, get, uh, 1.21 gigawatts, whatever. But Comcast now has this. So why do you have EPB? Well, I'm starting to get to where, well, because everybody else does. Everybody else does. So a big story pops up in the local rag, Times Free Press, 
Comcast blistered over Facebook ad introducing Gigabyte, introducing in quotes, internet to Chattanooga. From this story, staff report from Monday on my birthday, April 10th, Comcast's recent advertisement on Facebook was intended to remind customers in Chattanooga that our one gigabyte internet service is now available in their area, says Alex Horowitz, Vice President for Public Relations at Comcast. People start getting all pissed off, like, hey, we already have the gigabit. Yeah, numb nuts. This company is now introducing that they have it too. Take the words and spin around however you want, but for some reason, we have not only welcomed EPB to begin to monopolize the internet and cable service providing in this area. We're now not just welcoming it, we're cheerleading it, we're championing it. It was a, it was a local firestorm. And this, this Times Free Press article had a whole run of, of a lot of the lame, they think they're being funny, but just totally boring, you know, middle-aged white people probably commenting on a, on a, on a Facebook post. And I go to Nashville, I go to Atlanta, I use other people's products. Comcast does the same thing EPB does. Now, I know the old joke, Cable Guy, you know, the Jim Carrey movie, that was funny, 25 years ago. The old joke on the Seinfeld show, 28, 9, 30 years ago. I'm not so sure that's how it is anymore. And are we gig city? Are we going to be here to welcome an amazing infrastructure of internet and cable service providing or are we just trying to monopolize it? I have a relationship, a good relationship with a local reoccurring weekly. Uh, I don't want to give it away exactly what it is, but between somewhere in the months of April and close around December, there's a weekly thing that happens on Sundays that I have some involvement with. And EPB is a major sponsor. And I've thought about reaching out to other entities to see if there's other possibilities for sponsorships for this show, for the Stone on Air podcast, the most listened to, the most downloaded, the most easily accessible show in the city that cannot exist without high-speed internet, or at least can't exist effectively. And I reached out to people in the know who were higher-ups of this weekly series that I have involvement with, and I said, if I were to have an, a different internet service provider that was part of this show would I be allowed to be involved with this anymore and paraphrasing because I don't remember the conversation or the email or however that communication happened probably over a you know gigabit connection on the internet oh no absolutely not not a chance it's a competitor okay well I start thinking about it. how many events in this city are backed by the electric power board I'd be willing to say without doing any research on it, a whole bunch, if not damn near all of them. So what happens if I try if I do try to reach out and, and have involvement with other Internet service providers? How many events can I not be involved in? The Chattanooga Film Festival is there over the weekend. I bet EPB is a sponsor of that. Would I now not be allowed to do that? So are we in the gigabyte business of becoming Gig City and, and the biggest, most amazing infrastructure of internet and cable service providing in this, in this country, in this world, in this hemisphere? Or are we trying to monopolize the city paid for by tax dollars? Which, oh, and by the way, the whole infrastructure of 
the EPB Smart Grid and the Fiber Optic Network came with a $111 million boost from the 2009 federal stimulus package from, you remember President Obama, that president that everybody hates so much? $111 million free dollar bills went into the foundation of this fiber optic network. Also during the upgrade, the Electric Power Board issued $226 million in bonds. So nearly a quarter of a billion dollars was borrowed. Now, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I, I, I thought socialism was terrible. I didn't think socialism worked. I didn't think it did anything good ever. Listen, I'm doing nothing really more than just thinking out loud. I have EPB. It's a fine service. But are we in the business of having the, of the, the most complete and functional internet gigabyte infrastructure in the world, in the city, in the region? Or are we in the business of monopolizing everything we get our hands on it, when it comes to that particular service? I, I'm just asking out loud. And when does EPB get so powerful that if you're not on board with them, you're out? The old radio station I worked for, Jeff Styles went after him. They pulled their advertising as soon as he started talking negative about him. Now, I don't care. I think it's funny now. I hope those assholes go out of business. But it's not cool. I don't know. Is, it, is, is Capitalism's good all the time. Socialism is good only as long as I like the, the service that the socialized product brings me. I'm just confused. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm just confused. I'm just, it's just, it's just confusing to me. Good old Gig City. Best city ever. My name is Brian Stone. This is the most listened to, the most downloaded, the most easily accessible podcast in the city of Chattanooga. This is uh, Neil Young. This song is called Alabama. And I just, I, I'm telling you, it is the most incredible story ever with this asshole governor, former governor now, Robert Bentley down in Alabama. I could not help but just have a little bit of fun with that one. Coming up next, United Airlines is just getting smeared and trashed all over social media. And I'll tell you why that is very likely a bad take, depending on what angle you come from. And I'll do that next on the Stone On Air podcast. It is the weekly dose for April 12th, 2017. It is my birthday week. It's my favorite time of year. And enjoying life in the middle of the week here for your midweek download destination. I'll be right back. And welcome back to the Stone On Air podcast, the weekly dose for April 12th, 2017, my birth week, my birth month, my favorite month of the year. Baseball's back. I watch golf one day a year, and that's on the Sunday of the Masters. I did that after the Chattanooga Film Festival on Sunday. Go to a Braves game. Catch a festival or a show or two. Basically, look at the end of the year. Every year, did I have a good April? 
Did I have a good June? If the answer to that is yes, then I had a good year. And so far, so much better because last year sucked. Like Jason Isbell's new song. Last year was a son of a bitch. And I reposted it, reshared the show from last year, April 10th, 2016, which is the perfect example of exactly what I was envisioning and dreaming of years ago when I wanted to do a local music showcase hybrid spliced talk show. On video, on audio, podcast, radio show, website, all the way around, multimedia show with Strung Like a Horse. Tara Evaland was uh, um, on the, the board helping me produce. Nathan Gale running film. It was an incredible hour of, it was incredible. If you didn't see it, you should check it out. But, I mean, and it's Strung Like a Horse, one of the best bands in this city. So, putting the wraps on the show today here with this final segment and why you're probably wrong with your outrage for United Airlines. Coming up here in just a second. But first of all, I had... I could not do this, so I get a, uh, a voicemail. It wasn't even a voicemail. It was some kind of like uh, video uh, or video. What am I talking about? Um, audio sent through my phone through text message from uh, my sister, and uh, this is my niece. Her name is Cadence, and she turned three, I think, right? Oh, geez. I think that's right because her birthday party, which I did go to. I now think I've been to at least two of the three was on April 2nd. So again, another reason why April rules, right? And so this, I just had to share. Say happy birthday, Uncle Brian. Happy birthday, Uncle Brian. Say I love you. <laughs> I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And so that was certainly cool. Even an old jerk like me, a guy who doesn't get all sentimental, a guy who doesn't spend a whole lot of time caring about anything other than himself half the time. That's not true all the time, but just you, you get my point. Even I thought that was pretty cool. Say happy birthday, Uncle Brian. Happy birthday, Uncle Brian. Say I love you. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So thank you, Cadence, for the happy birthday uh, wishes. And, yeah, so, so far so good here in April. So as we get to the final segment and the final subject matter of the most ideologically uh, bipolar show I've probably ever had, because the reason I say that is because I actually, I mean, I, I often think that socialized government can work. I absolutely do. And and sometimes I don't think it can. So then I get confused in the last segment. And then, of course, I would love to hate on so-called fake Christian uh, conservative governor from, um, hold on. Alabama! And, <laughs> and, uh, and then so this segment, all my liberal crazy friends and not-so-crazy liberal friends are outraged by this dude who got drug off of this plane the other day. And the way I look at it is it's completely different as far as when it comes to flying. Um, I don't do a lot of flying. I was talking to this with some friends of mine the other day that did more traveling. And I, 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 I compare it to Atlanta, the city of Atlanta. I love the city of Atlanta. And all the things that suck about it, I actually kind of find it charming when I only visit it a handful of times, not even a handful of times a year anymore. If I go once a year, that's 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 probably a, above par right now for where my life is now. It used to be a, at least a couple times a year. So as long as I'm only doing it a few times here and there, 
I I think the traffic is sometimes, you know, it's just kind of neat. It's just kind of, you know, the, the 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 struggles of a major city, one of the biggest cities in the country, to me is just kind of interesting. I know how to make Atlanta fun. I know how to make Atlanta fun. You just got to know what you're doing. Well, that's how I look at flying. Yeah, it's a hell of a, it's a pain in the ass, but I don't do it very often. And when I do it, it is a very special occasion, and all the annoyances that come along with it, I don't have a big problem with. Also, terrorists destroyed two planes, you know, remember that, 17, 16 years ago, and kind of changed the world on flying. Sorry, it's going to be a bitch. <laughs> That's just the way it goes from now on. If you would like to try to minimize the chances of airplanes crashing into the big, biggest iconic skyscrapers on the planet, well, sorry, I'll steal this from someone else's context. Freedom isn't free. But then I get down and I start looking at these two stories. And the most recent one is a dude getting drug off. All right, that was weird. That was just plain weird. And in a, in a culture and a society where there's absolutely no self-control and a bunch of adult children running around, that's what that looked like to me. A self-controlless situation between two or three different people who all chose not to act like adults. Listen, if somebody is making me get off a plane or telling me that I have to and it's and it's an urgent situation in some kind of official capacity, some kind of a, a security, some kind of uh, official of sorts, I'm going to get off the damn plane whether I like it or not. I'm just that that's just how it works. And what kind of dude or person period gets to a point to where, okay, this is now getting bad for me. I'm just going to lay lifeless like a sack of potatoes and be humiliatingly drug down the aisleway of a small plane. I mean, a small, big jet airliner, but I mean, still, those aisleways, you've been on the damn things. They're not that big. And just lifelessly be drugged down the thing. That ain't normal, man. That's not a normal situation. So just because you saw 15 seconds of a video on some social media that you obsessed over for half a day, and I don't mean you, the listener of the show, I'm talking in the generalized you, doesn't mean you know exactly how this should be reacted to. 15 seconds of fame, man. There's no such thing. That was weird. That was just plain bizarre. And if you look at the the clip... That right when they go to grab him, he like screams like a like a this weird Wilhelm scream or something. It's like ah, it was so so weird, so freaking weird. So all right, so we'll just leave that one alone. So when I find a, the story on this, or not the story, but a story, which is an opinion piece, this is where I bring the fake news thing into this. This is where fake news is a thing, which it's always been a thing. Ever since the internet became a thing, not just since the you know the late 2016 when all of a sudden now people talk about, hey, there's fake news out there. Well, no spit, bro. Where have you been? But so I read this. I don't know if it was Huffington Post. I don't know what it was. And then they start going backwards talking about, oh, and if it wasn't this, then it was the girls with the leggings. And that was at the end of March. I couldn't even remember what the hell leggings were. Basically yoga pants, right? So I go back and I look at the story. I read it. And the girls that were flying were flying on what are often referred to as buddy passes. I don't know what it's called in the United Airlines. I have two family members. Well, one really good friend, he feels like a family member, and one that is a family member that work in the airline industry. Most 
of the airline major airline industries have done away with these because they're incredibly well this kind of stuff I guess they wanted to stay away from and they're called buddy passes and in 2006 time flies no matter whether you're having any fun or not god it was a long time ago now I went out to LA me and my brother had buddy passes and that's what these girls with these leggings had of course this piece didn't say that and you had to abide by a strict guy uh, dress code a strict dress code. So here we are in Atlanta Hartsfield, Jackson Hartsfield, one of the biggest airports in the world, and we're at the gate to get on the on the plane to go to LAX, and my brother didn't pay attention and I didn't pay attention to what he was wearing exactly to the to the guidelines and he had the wrong kind of shoes on. I don't remember what the shoes were supposed to be, but he had the wrong ones. We were younger, and we were dumber, and we didn't know how to react to anything, and I didn't have social media. I mean, we didn't have social media like we have it now. Was I mad? I'm sure I was pissed off, but a rule's a damn rule. So we got back in the car, and being the dumbass that I was, I didn't know how to get around Atlanta. I didn't have a GPS, so I went to the only place in Atlanta I knew. I drove all the way back to Marietta. I'm in South Atlanta. I drive all the way back to Marietta. We buy them the cheapest pair of dress shoes from a Payless or a Kmart or a whatever, we come back down, we get on the plane, and we go. All right, no big deal. I mean, we didn't follow the rules. It's the same situation with those girls with the leggings or the yoga pants or whatever. The rules strictly say you can't wear that. You're a non-rev. There's nothing they call it. Not non-revenue. You're a non-revenue guest, if you will. You are a guest here. And then the same thing if I go to a music festival and I'm a guest, there's certain ways I can and can't act. I can't do things and get away with it the same way other people who are paid patrons can. And that was the same situation with that. Now, that's not the same thing with this weirdo that for some reason allowed himself to be drug out of the building like a dead, lifeless body. But that's a version of where fake news starts to screw all this up. So now everybody's running around saying, United Airlines twice now have screwed everybody over. No, the first time the girls that didn't follow the rules screwed themselves over. And then now, because of this bizarre, weird situation where we only have a 15-second video clip and think we all of a sudden can just d- decide what needs to happen next, I'm telling you, if a dude is so weird and in such a d- volatile, weird situation that he allows himself to be drugged down an aisleway of an airplane, a commercial flight, without moving and looking like a lifeless dead body, that guy needed to be off that plane. And you're going to get compensated for your troubles for your inconveniences good lord flying is a bitch flying is difficult all right flying is difficult you don't like it don't fly all right that's all i got sorry so coming up this weekend, I'm off to Nashville. The weekend after that, um, I will be at 420 Festival at Centennial Park in Atlanta. I got media credentials for the first time without the assistance of a media company. They, I got the credential based on legitimate portfolio of my own work. I'm very excited about that. So I'm going to be down there doing a Stone's Throw show, interviewing as many bands as I can. And if that's not your thing, I, I, I ask that you just ignore it. And come back uh, on the weekly dose that comes out every single Wednesday, first thing in the morning. And if that is your thing, or if you love them both, then uh, you're my favorite people ever. But 
That's kind of the deal. I'm running way over on time here, so I'm going to get out. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone on Air podcast. If you are listening on iTunes or anywhere that you're allowed to leave a rate and review, especially iTunes, I would ask you to do so, please, because that certainly helps in my um, analytics and, and, and ways to try to continue to make this show viable where I can make a couple of coins and at least break even one of these days. And maybe even an NT that isn't EPB. Ooh, maybe. But then again... Maybe not. Do not be like the former governor of Alabama and be a fraud. Don't do it. The truth is easy to remember. And this space has grown 24% since the very beginning of the first quarter of 2017 to the very beginning of the second quarter in 2017. So I ask you to continue to watch it. See you. Bye. So happy birthday, Uncle Brian. Happy birthday, Uncle Brian. I love you. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.